Little Easter Bunny hopping through the forest, scooping up the field mice and chopping off their heads. Actually, guys, I have no idea what I'm saying this week. All I know is we watched the night before Easter. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. Joining me today is uh, my best friend, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing on this fine, fine Monday evening? I don't understand how you can have so much energy considering we watch this fucking movie. But uh, I'm honestly not doing great, man. Uh, Yeah, I, uh, you know, worked all day. Had a baby who's not feeling very good. That's why I'm at home. Yes. doing it. Not in studio. Yeah, this is not in studio today, unfortunately. We yeah. couldn't make that happen. Baby's not feeling good, but, you know, if someone has to take her to the doctor or hospital at the same time, I want to be around. Playing the good dad. Yeah, so we like to Aaron just said he's playing the good dad. Um, but we're going to make this happen. Uh, so tonight's movie, uh, before we get to that, we have our we have next round of results for our Horrible Horror March Movie Madness Tournament of Awfulness. Got it that time. All right. So we had oh, first... COVID edition. COVID, yes. You we can remember that. <laughs> COVID edition. Uh, so last week we had our, our first round results, which are basically would have been the uh, shitty 16. This week we have our epically awful eight matchups going on. Um, we have the results are in from all the voting that you guys have been doing. Uh, I have not seen the results yet. Only Aaron has these, so I'm excited to uh, hear uh, which heard uh, her which ones go on. Um, so let's just start these off right now with uh, the first matchup in the epically off weight. We have the number one seed, Helitosis, the legend of stink mouth, going up against Blood Gnome. Uh, and so, Aaron, what do we got? Who's who's moving on to the uh, fucked up final four here? So I don't think it's any surprise that Helitosis mopped the floor with Blood Gnome, absolutely destroyed it. It was, I think, one vote for Blood Gnome. Everything, every, you almost unanimous. Helitosis is the worst. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised at that. I'm not surprised at that one. I, I'm, I'm not. Um, moving on to the next matchup, we have the, uh, we have a crack in the floor versus Varsity Blood. Uh, now this one could be interesting. Uh, Varsity Blood, I thought for sure shouldn't even made it this far, but it did. That's our little Cinderella so far, I guess. Um, so. Does Varsity Blood continue its Cinderella run, or does cracking the floor uh, man up and just dominate? What, what, what we got here in this one? Cinderella's not going to the ball this year, Marshall. Ah, so cracking the crack, cracking the floor won, but it wasn't it wasn't a huge runaway. Uh, a lot of people were interject. Some people were just voting and even saying like, "I haven't seen Varsity Blood, but it sounds like a generic crappy horror movie." <laughs> you know? So they were they were voting for uh, Varsity Blood just on the name by itself. <laughs> But uh, it, it to no one's surprise, uh, cracking the floor, which gets a lot of hate. Yeah, is moving on. That one is getting a lot of hate. I noticed that, uh, and that was one of our listeners suggested ones too. Uh, 
yeah. so it, it's it's I know this isn't a full turn, but it's been a while since I think we've had a listener sub, uh, suggested one make it to the uh, the final four. So that's kind of exciting. Um, next up, we have Night of a Thousand Cats, which I also it eh, I might feel into that. I, I don't know if it should have made this far either. I uh, going up against Jacko, um, uh, aka Jack O Lantern or whatever it's called. But uh, so what we got here, man? What, what's going on? What, what's happening with this one? This one came down the buzzer, an absolute squeaker. This is our most voted on, one that had the most audience participation. And by one vote. Damn, one vote. Cats, cats is no, moving on. No, no, <laughs> no. I want I'm going, I want video replay. I want video replay of this. I, <laughs> I want double re- check, review. <laughs> triple check. I'm oh. sorry, man. The the moon goons have spoken. Well, I do I know. I almost feel like you're almost. In, I feel like you're almost inviting people to. I know. I, 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 well, I know one person in particular who is intentionally doing this. I do know that. I do know one person who's, who's voted. I know. I think twice. I think under two different names, uh, accounts uh, voting against cats just to piss me off. I'm pretty sure. Um, so, but this was this was definitely one of the most talked about uh, matchups, and this was cool because. People were saying, hey, you know, Cats is just too weird and too great of a bizarre gem to move on. It's got to be Jacko. Yeah, other people are saying, hey, well, other other people have actually made something interesting because we did not watch Jacko on yes, DVD. Yes, I or saw the, commentary, the, 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 the comments about the commentary that, we, yeah, yes, we, we did not what, have from that. From what I understand, it's pretty legendary. From what I understand, like, I guess a producer or director or an actor, I don't know exactly, but Someone got locked out and was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, it sounds hilarious. Yeah, I, yeah. somebody said that they, they got into an argument on the commentary and somebody stormed out or something. Um, yeah, so it, it sounds, that sounds great. That but does sound pretty time, great. But we're talking about the movie. Yes, we're know? talking about but the movie, not the special still, features. <laughs> but some people are still going to have that, you know, that, that, that draw because of that. I guess historic. Yeah, I almost commentary disqualify because if you're voting on special features, that is not legit. This is based on the movie itself, not the special features. Well, listen to you. you I know, to, I you know. Change, I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I can't. I'm not going to. But damn it, <laughs> damn it, cats should not be moving on. <laughs> um, but fuck, the people have spoken. God damn it. So now you have a thousand cats moves on. All right, and lastly, we have uh, the horrible Dr. Bones taking on Holla, If You Hear Me Kill You, uh, our two Black History Month movies this year. Um, and both these are god-awful terrible. Um, and honestly, both of them if they should be should have spots in the Final Four if they weren't going up against each other, in my opinion. This, but, this is the, uh, you know, the, the, the early in the tournament, two powerhouses meeting up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so... What, what, what does it come down to, Aaron? What's the result here? To be perfect, to my surprise, Dr. Bones won handily. What? What A is happening? Doctor... What is happening? Same thing. I thought the same exact thing. I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> call it shenanigans. I'm calling it shenanigans. Something is rigged. I don't know if someone's throwing a game here. If somebody's taking a bribe on the side to throw the game. I don't know. But something's up. There's I, well, you remember how he told you? Remember how he told you like uh, Facebook and Instagram tend to vote kind of different. So on Instagram, it was pretty even, but mo- it, it did favor 
uh, holla if I hear me kill you. But then on Facebook, it was unanimous, horrible Dr. Bones. It was, it was like yin and yang. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I thought for sure it was going to be holla if you hear me kill you. But when I checked the Facebook, it, it was should unanimous. Be. It should be. I mean, goddamn. Maybe it's just going to be one of those things where it just came down to, again, just availability. Like, not many, not enough people have seen these movies, uh, which I totally get that. But god damn it, I'm oh holler if you hear me, you should be moving on for sure. But well, it, Bones is a is a full moon feature, so more people yes. have had at least exposure to it. Yes, that's Whereas true. Holla, if you back. hear me kill you, you have to go out of your fucking way to watch that piece of shit. Yes. Uh, so I will give it. Yeah, which is I, what we do. Which is what we did. Yeah, and what we do a lot. So uh, I I can understand this the availability and the, the just the of uh, yeah that the viewability of that being a problem. But oh, that saddens me. So cats and oh. I'm up. This I'm flustered. I am flustered by these results. Uh, but I see that. Damn. All right, the people have spoken. So that's it. Our fucked up final four is in, is set. Uh, so this week we will have the, voting on the, on these on, on these two matchups to set our finals. So it will be Helitosis, the Legend of Stankmouth, taking on a crack in the floor, and there will be a Night of a Thousand Cats taking on the horrible Doctor Bones. Uh, which two will make it to the finals and fight it out for this year's crown of being the worst of the worst? We'll find out next week. Um, so this is exciting. It's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Definitely interesting. I got to say we've 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 had a lot of good participation with uh, the moon goons. I was a little worried about it this year because uh, you know COVID. And, right. You know, I just didn't know if it'd be that great. But people people are showing up. It's pretty yes. fun. Uh, yeah, people show, like I said, this, I love this. I love my, one of my favorite p- things we do on the show. Favorite times of the year is doing this and, and it just gets people involved and it's, it is fun. Uh, so that's out of the way. Let's move on to, uh, this week's movie. Uh, it is Easter weekend. Um, obviously we didn't record yesterday on Easter because, well, it was Eastern people had family stuff to do. So we're, rec- uh, very, uh, I guess very appropriate or ironically, we're recording the night after Christmas or Easter, the night Easter. after Easter. <laughs> Uh, a movie called The Night Before Easter. So um, that is this week's movie. Uh, it's a super independent thing. Uh, before I move on to it, I also want to remind yeah. you. Yeah. I also want to remind you guys about our new horrible horror hotline. Uh, you can call us with any comments, concerns, suggestions. If you want to tell us how much we suck, or if you want to suggest a movie, or just you know. Tell us uh, how you're doing that day. I don't know if you want anything you want to say. You can call and leave us a, a message, and uh, on the hotline, the number is seven four zero four suck it. So there you go. There's our hotline. That's uh, pretty funny. <laughs> uh, this movie is like I said, super independent. It was released on April twelfth of two thousand fourteen. Uh, written and directed by Joseph Henson and uh, Nathan Johnson. Uh, right now, you can only find it on YouTube. I couldn't find it anywhere else, but you can find the entire movie on YouTube uh, under like TBC Productions or what, their channel or something like that. Um, and it, and that, that that has me a little worried. Are we getting into YouTube movies now? Movies no. you can't even buy a DVD of. <laughs> just, just movies that people shoot on their fucking iPhones you, and then upload to YouTube. 
because I'm going to have to question what I'm doing in my life if that's the case. No, I, I, the only reason I will say I'm not, that is not where we're going. I got a whole plethora of other movies. The only reason it was this one is because it, we're, I'm, it's scraping the bottom of the barrel when it comes to Easter movies. It's, you know, it's getting harder to find one. And the one I was going to do, it was like almost two hours long. I was like, I just didn't have time. Uh, this month is really, really hard for me to get time to do stuff. I have so much stuff going on with, you know, leading up to the wedding and everything at the end of the month that, uh, so I just, the movie I wanted to do, like, I just don't have time to do it. I had to find something short. And this is like an hour long. So like done, let's just do it. I didn't even watch it for, I just saw the, the running time on. It's like done. I'm just going to go with it. And I'm just running with it. Um, so that, to be honest, you know, completely transparent there. Um, but yes, it is on YouTube. Um, the cast, not a single fucking person worth mentioning that anyone is ever going to know. I will say your neighbor. Yeah, your neighbor, uh, the girl you went to th- in school with in third grade. She was, you know, but you the garbage man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but the writers and director also appear in the movie. Uh, one plays a character named Mark, who is in the opening, and then the ghoul. Uh, but the, they're cameo roles that don't really fucking matter. Um, so that said. Let's move on. Let's jump into this. Let's hop right in. So uh, oh, let's, let's 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 like be like the tortoise versus the hare, but let's just be like the hare at the the race and just plow through this. That's what you I'm know, trying to do. Fast, I'm the a, faster, the better. Yeah, we're gonna get through this one as quickly as we can this week, guys. Um, so the movie opens with uh the, these two possibly gay guys walking through a forest. Uh, they're talking. They're both wearing the exact same outfit. You know jeans and a plain white shirt um, complimenting each other's shirt yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, okay it's kind of witty for a little bit i can't get uh, make a big deal of the uh, mm. like oh your white shirt that's so gucci you know it's like i don't know whatever uh but anyway uh, they seem a little gay uh and they, they they get attacked by a guy in a cheap like wearing gray sweatpants or gray sweatshirt and sweatpants and like a cheap halloween mask um so that's that's your direct that's the ghoul i'm assuming and one of the gay guys is mark it doesn't matter um and then at this point the film starts switching back and forth between like the scene of these guys in the forest and like some weird ram dude doing some kind of weird singing it's really awkward really weird yeah it's like some old man singing like almost like a church hymn or something yeah but and it's, 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 it's like it's like cutting it's cutting back and forth between the two of like these guys getting murdered and this old man singing like in in on, on like public access. Yes, and it's it at first I'm like, what <laughs> are we doing here? Yeah, because it's very much like that old you know cliche like you know when you, when you try to record over a VHS cassette or something it goes back and forth. Um, so basically, the two guys in the white shirts get killed by the man in the mask. It looks awful. It's terrible effects. I mean, the one guy absolutely gets, horrible. The one guy gets stabbed in the back, and basically all they do is they, they rip his shirt, and then underneath it's supposed to be like his spinal cord visible, but it just looks like somebody's like, I don't know, douchey kind of like Under Armour shirt that has a spine, yes, spinal yes, graphics yes. right on the back, and he's like, oh, this looks like a spinal cord. We'll put this shirt underneath the other shirt that we ripped, and your spinal cord will be exposed. It's that bad. It's it's really terrible. It's really bad. And I don't even remember how the other guy gets killed. I don't know if he just gets stabbed or if, it, or if, he just, if you even see it. It might just cut away, but they both die. Um, so then we see that like, this has all been a VHS movie, and we cut to this couple on the couch watching that movie uh, in their living room. Uh, they stop the movie. They turn on the TV where they hear a news report about an escaped murderer named Alex Sykes. 
So now the girl goes into this backstory exposition dump and tells her, tells her man, uh, her boyfriend, where the story of Alex Sykes and how he grew up just a few blocks away, uh, that he was uh, doing some charity church work as like the Easter bunny or something like that. And he came home that night, the night before Easter, uh, and he came home dressed like the Easter bunny. And then he caught his wife cheating on him, which I guess caused him to snap and he kills her with an ax. And then he leaves her head in the bird bath. And he, they mentioned how he had like two young kids or something like that, but I don't know. Surprisingly that actually doesn't come into play. Um, yeah, it, it dude, it's so ridiculous. Cause while they're talking about this, you know, he's like, Hey, your parents coming home later. And I'm like, Whoa, what the fuck? Because I swear to God, you guys are like 38 years old. I yeah. you're like living together, you know, like ready to, ready to like settle down. Yeah. You know? yeah I thought these were like an engaged couple in their house, but no. Oh, oh I'll, <laughs> easy, easy. I mean, they're, they're, they're long in the tooth. I mean, yeah. that guy looks like he hasn't slept for three days. And he's, you know, <laughs> drinks about, you know, a 12 pack of Bud Light every night. <laughs> Jesus. So after the story, she sends him upstairs while she cleans up. She's like, you go up to bed. I'm going to clean up and I'll join you. So when the guy goes into the bedroom, you see a man in a bunny costume standing in the shadows in the corner. Um, the girl comes upstairs then enters the room and finds the guy dead on the bed, a little bloody. She turns around like, ah! gasp, and then it just cuts to the opening credits. So, yeah, the, the shock is supposed to be his dick got cut off or something. There's like a bunch of blood on his crotch and nowhere else. Was that really? Yeah, I didn't even just, see that. I just thought there was blood on his shirt, on his wife beater. His shirt was a little bloody and some blood around his neck. I just, I didn't see anything on his crotch. I thought he was just, all right, he's dead. <laughs> but it's, it's so bad, though. It just looks like he spilled ketchup on his boxers. And, you know, I'm thinking, oh, okay, I guess he's supposed to stab in the dick or cut off his dick or... You know, if you're going to do it, man, do it. You yeah, know, commit to that shit. I, I didn't even yeah. notice that. Uh, I did not notice that at all. Yeah, you're all you're all about the cock. Yeah. So. <laughs> I am. I am all about that cock. Uh. Well, when it, when it, you, didn't, you didn't let me finish. When it comes to decapitation, you're on it. Like, hey, check it out. There's a decapitation, yes. you know. No, you're right. I, yes. I, um, so after the crash, we jump to 14 years later. And we're at this indoor storage facility, one of these newer indoor storage facilities. And we hear a radio news announcement warning people that murderer Alex Sykes has escaped from the loony bin for the second time in 10 years. Uh, And then we just cut to this fat girl playing a piano while some guy sits on a mattress next to her. Uh, And it turns out the dad of the kid sitting on the floor owns the storage of a so that's their excuse of how they're able to be in here late at night because the dad owns it or something like that hey and, I, i'm all that's fine with me yeah. yeah um so at this point the rest of our main slasher fodder they all show up now uh we have the black dude the the black guy dante riley who owns a comic book store and you're going to hear a lot about that because that's pretty much all his lines are uh and then there's this cute girl with short hair uh, then there's a uh, girl with glasses and then there's cute girl with sl- with longer hair. That's all you really need to know. Their names, you know, I mean, there's really nothing. It, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. So it really doesn't. <laughs> it really fucking doesn't. Um, so I think they're the backstory here that we're, you know, we kind of get, they sit around and talk is that this is a group of friends that hasn't all hung out together in a long time. Maybe since like high school or something like that. And, 
they're getting together now because the fat girl is moving to London and wanted to have one more get together with everybody before she leaves. Um, yeah. Now this is this is a group that has a hung out since high school. Now it's funny because this is almost like the opposite. These people look like they could be right out of high school. I mean, just barely old enough to like get like a real job. And here we got a person owning a comic book store. We yeah. have a person who's getting like a dream. Like she's it was nondescript. We didn't know what it was. It's still you're getting an international job. Usually it's you know you might be a little. You have to have an established portfolio usually to do yeah. that. So you're probably like. 24, 25, maybe 26 at the youngest, right? Yeah. These people, I'm not kidding, man. They look like they're 21. No, I agree. Like, they all Riley, really. It's, so it's, it's Riley like looks like the script. oldest, but everybody, else, yeah, they all look like they're maybe 21 at most. But I agree that they, some of them are way too young to be doing say, doing the things that they say they are doing in this. Um, so at this guy, at this point, guy in striped shirt whose dad owns the place, he breaks out the beer cooler and starts passing out the bottles. Uh, the next few minutes is just is them just sitting around in a circle telling stories and reminiscing oh of, of times gone by. You know all that shit. Oh my god! And it's it's terrible. It so painful. <laughs> it is so and painful. I, I, it's it's that classic indie horror laziness bullshit where they don't write a script for people. And they say just talk amongst yourselves. You know, don't talk over each other too much. Just tell a story or whatever. And it's like. It just becomes like garbage, and it's so un- it's unnatural, and it <laughs> it's so fr- it's just it hurts my ears. <laughs> um, so we do learn at this point that fat girl is named Kelly, and that it is a, once again the night before Easter, uh, and then it now it just gets choppy, like it, it just starts bouncing around from various conversations because everybody kind of breaks off into smaller groups and it just goes from one group to boom, boom. It just bounces around like a ping pong ball. But um, it goes on for like, it feels like 10 minutes. Yeah, it feels like an eternity. Um, so, uh, cute girl with longer hair, she gets drunk off like seven beers. She, they, she's, so she's already drunk. Uh, and then we yeah, learn I mean, that's not a bad amount of beer for a small girl to get drunk off. Of. No, it's I not. Mean, uh, that's yeah, pretty she's, good. A, she's, she's putting it away. Yeah. Uh, we learned that once again, the bla- the one black guy in the movie is the star athlete as always. Um, but he blew out his knee or something and can't play anymore, but he was like a football star and he was the big stud athlete. Uh, Cause I, I, you know, it always, I, I feel <laughs> it's so bad. Like really? The, the 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 one black guy who is skinny as a goddamn twig. Yes, is your so is your is your stud athlete. Yeah, he's, like I would. Why mind. why would you even why would you even cast him like that unless you're a fucking stereo you're stereotyping this guy you fucking assholes. Yeah, just have him be a dude. Yeah, just have him be a friend cause because he's way too skinny and dangly. To be any sort of like elite athlete, I 100% agree. Like, there's no because they say, "Oh, I blew up my knee and I'm never gonna play again." But you know what? None of this dialogue means anything because that never comes into play in the movie. It's not like he's, "Oh, my knee, I hurt my knee again, or I can't run because of my knee." It never comes into play at all, so it's just useless. And if you get like, yeah, if you're good, if you really insist on having that dialogue in there, hasn't been an athlete, change the sport. Don't make the guy who's like a tall twig. A football star, because that guy ain't taking a hit. If anything, make him you know, exactly. make basketball, maybe, or go off the book and say he's a baseball player. Maybe he's a pitcher you know or something, or an outfielder. He's, you know, he, that could work too. Black guys still play exactly. baseball, 
But yeah, it just it makes zero sense in this movie. Um uh, and, and, and it doesn't get, matter. Let's get, let's get crazy. Let's get crazy and say tennis. Or golf. He could be the sword. He could be the Tiger Woods guy. Who knows? But uh, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. So Dante uh, is in. We find out he's into the girl with glasses. And uh, Riley, the guy who owns the comic book shop, because that's all he talks about, uh, also invited uh, his new girlfriend, Melissa, who I guess is they have also have a history with is like the old high school bitchy girl, bully girl from the high school days. Um, so, and then there's also a random cutaway shot to this older creepy lady who, the, who's like the night janitor just standing there holding a broom, doing nothing. Just kind of, she just stands there, holds a broom looking. I'm like, okay, that's weird. And whatever. <laughs> it's not, it's not creepy. It's just kind of like, uh, uh, all right, what are, what are you doing here? Lady? Are you, is she supposed to be a red herring? Yeah, because I think she's supposed pretty, to be the red hair, but it's, it, it's pretty bad. Cause yeah, I, yeah, it, it's I don't know what they're doing, trying to do with that, but yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, and, and at this point, the sound quality also starts dropping in and out of various scenes. Sometimes it sounds fine, you can hear it in the other scenes like you can barely hear what they're saying. So we have that issue going on. Um, plus, we're recording in a fucking uh, indoor storage facility, so it's all these metal <laughs> containers. And the, and the sound is like bouncing off of all the metal. Wa- it's it's. <laughs> it's a mess. Um, Pretty bad. So, guy in striped shirt pays off the janitor lady. Uh, I guess, I guess, like her reward. I guess they don't do a good job. I'm thinking like he bribed her to open the door so they could come in. That's what I'm getting. Uh, but they also mentioned that how the janitor lady lives in the storage facility as well. Like she just lives there. Uh, okay, sure, why not? Um, now, eventually, for some reason, they all decide to play. Hide and seek, because when was the last fucking time college kids ever decided to play hide and seek? Never. How, That's when. How, <laughs> I don't understand how they got here. Because I mean, it's so, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't like glued to the edge of my seat watching this fucking movie. <laughs> I was like, come on, come on, okay. All right, my baby's pooping again. All right, change it. All right, okay. What happened to playing hide and seek? Jesus Christ! Yeah. So, how did how did they get you? Uh, basically that's it. They were like, from what I remember, they're sitting around talking in their groups, and then Kelly, it's like this is one of these choppy random cuts. It just cuts to Kelly, the fat girl, and she's like, "Hey, let's play hide and seek," and they're like, "Okay, <laughs> sure." And I'm like, "What? Like what?" Like, like, this is just terrible writing, and this is, like, the writer's lame excuse to separate the group. That's all this is, really. And it, yeah. it's it's garbage. Like, you can easily come up with something better. I'd rather have it be more, like, give me something. At this point, give me the cliche, hey, I'm going to go pee, or, hey, we're going to go off and make out over here and get some alone time, or, hey, uh, I'm just going to, you know, do something. Don't, no college kids are going to say, hey, let's play hide and seek and run around when, instead of we're going to get sit around drinking beer. With, you know, with the girls. Like, that makes zero sense. Here's, here's a crazy idea. You're in a storage facility. How about, I'm going to go explore some fucking lockers. I want to, too, but I'm going to go check out this side. I better yeah. find something better That than works, you. too. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine that. I'm going to go snoop through people's shit. Um, well, 100% I mean, honestly, works. I would do it. <laughs> oh, 100% in college? I would have done the same thing. I'm like, yeah, let's go snoop through shit. Um, 100%. So <laughs> Kelly starts counting and the rest of they all run off and scatter. 
So at this point, in comes Melissa, the bitchy girl, and her lackey chick, who is a good-looking blonde girl. Uh, I don't even—I don't get her fucking name. I have no idea what it is. It doesn't matter. Um, so I—I I, will—I will say—I will say Melissa is hot. Melissa's a good-looking girl too. Yes, there are some decent-looking girls in here. Um, Dante and girl with glasses hide in an empty empty storage locker, and then it just. Cuts to Riley and Melissa sitting on the floor, cuddled up together. So, like I said, I guess they're dating at this point. Uh, during this scene, Riley gets put on Cincinnati Jeff's most hated list, I'm sure, because he says that Green Lantern sucks. Uh, oh. So, ooh, then the fighting words, Riley. Look out, Cincinnati Jeff will be coming for you later. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati Jeff of uh, Here Comes a Spooky Podcast. Check him out if you haven't. Yeah, uh, he, uh, that's, 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 that's be fighting words. Yes. Uh, Riley gets up and leaves, uh, Melissa alone to go find the other guys. Another bullshit move that no college guy would ever do. Like, hmm, let me spend time alone with a cute girl who I can probably bang, or I'll leave her alone in a dark storage facility and go find my dude bros. Like, no, like, no, like, it's <laughs> not gonna happen. It does not. Come on. Uh, if anything, just she should say, "Hey, go get me a beer or something. Go get me another drink." Like, okay, that that would make a hundred percent more sense for him to get up and leave there. Um, so after he leaves, Kelly shows up. She and Melissa get into a heated conversation. Um, I will say that the girl who plays Melissa is one of the better actors in this movie, which isn't saying much, but she is better than a lot of the others. Right. Um, at least has some emotion and tries. Um, the conversation it ends with Kelly slapping Melissa and storming off. It cuts the Riley. I, Go ahead. Now during 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 this argument, yes, I've got to say I'm really impressed with at least this portion of the writing is that they did not go for the low hanging fruit and call her fat or a slob or anything. They never ever ever addressed her weight in any way, shape, or form. That is true. And I, I I have to say kudos, good job. <laughs> no body shame on this one. <laughs> They, they were above it. However, we are not, because I've heard you call her fat like 12 times already. Yeah, well, when I was writing, I was like, I, I don't know where, what her name was for the longest time. I was like, well, fat girl. I, I had to get some kind of descriptor to separate from yeah, everybody else. I mean, fair, fair enough. So, um, but I'm saying Kelly now. Anyway, Kelly slaps Melissa and walks away, and we cut to Riley walking up to cute girl with short hair and cute girl with longer hair uh, who are just sitting on the floor talking in a corner. Um... And I got to say, these guys are terrible at fucking hide-and-seek because none of them are really hiding. They're just kind of sitting there out in the open. So not very good hide-and-seek, guys. Um, they talk more about his comic book shop, which, God, I, I love comics. We love comics. But Jesus Christ, is that you couldn't come up with any other dialogue for this guy except for talking about his damn comic book shop all the time. Um, I also call bullshit on the scene because um, girl with cute girl with longer hair says that she thinks super guy is dreamy, which that's what I'm calling bullshit on because every fucking person knows Superman. Everybody. Even if you don't like comics, you hate comics, you know who Superman is and you're not going to call him super guy. You're going to say Superman. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. No one's yeah. that, that dumb and out of touch with reality in the world than not to know Superman's name. It's the easiest fucking name in the world. I think in one of the first comic Superman. How would you get, how do you say super guy? It, that, that just blows my mind. It pisses me off so much. Even, I don't care how drunk uh, you are. You know who Superman is. Everybody knows who Superman is. 
Obviously, you're not uh, that into comics, Mark, because if you haven't heard of Super Guy, then I may have to pull your uh, your comic book card. Uh, come on. Dreamy, blonde hair, blue eyes, skateboards, says Cowabunga. <laughs> I'm totally making this up. I yeah. Tell, like, okay, you're, you're talking you're about, are you talking about a Ninja Turtle? turtle? Like a like a, you're saying Ninja Turtle <laughs> skateboard. Like, what? <laughs> I like how you're getting a little worried. I can see you on your face. You're getting a little worried like, holy shit, is there a super guy? The sad thing, there probably is a super guy out there. Now, probably some joke ripoff or something like that or something sure. like that. But, I mean, you obviously know she's talking about Superman. And that's what they, because they're talking about Green Lantern and all these, you know, it was like, I don't know why. It just angry me so much because nobody, everybody knows who Superman is. My parents know who Superman is. Everybody knows who he is. Whether you like Superman, super heroes or comics or not, you know Superman. You're not going to fuck that name up. That just, ugh, I don't care how drunk you are. Anyway, so, rant done. Let's move on. Riley leaves him alone to go find the others again. We cut back to Dante and Girl in Glasses hanging out in another storage locker. Uh, she opens the door and leaves to go walk around, leaving Dante at home. And I'm skimming over a lot because at one point they're just flinging, flinging playing cards and an empty hat, just trying to get cards in the hat. Like they're bored out of their fucking mind. Again, why just would like they I'm be bored out of this fucking mind? Yeah, watching it's like this again, movie. like this is what your characters are doing. Why would they, if they're that bored, they'd be like, you know what? We're not playing. I'm bored. Let's go back and drink. Like this is stupid. But no, they're sitting there flinging cards at a hat, and the guy's like just leaves her. He walks off and leaves, or she walks off, leaving him behind. So uh, then we get a shot of like a hand reaching out and locking the front doors from inside. And then just cuts the girl with glasses, tripping and falling. And in the process, she loses her glasses and can't see that old chestnut. And apparently she's so fucking blind that she can't tell that the man in the shitty bunny costume standing at the end of the hall isn't one of her friends. Um, she asks the guy, like, hey, can you give me a hand here? Is that you, Dante? Can you come give me a hand? Like, fuck! Dante, what? Dante's the one black guy in the entire movie, and you see a giant white blur standing in front of you. Why would you think that's Dante? I'm <laughs> really like anybody else. She could said any other name; it'd be fine. Whatever. Everybody else is white. Whatever. But the one you confuse the white blur for the one black guy who's wearing like a dark black or dark brown, like um, was it like not a cardigan, but um um. God, some kind of sweater. Argyle sweater. Like, it, it's... It blew my mind. Like, again, this is shitty writing. That I didn't think of this stuff. Are, are you kidding me? Anyway, the bunny man just kind of runs up to her and gives, like, one uppercut swing with an axe. Uh, but we don't see the final result. It, it cuts away as we hear uh, Girl oh, Glasses yeah. scream. Um, it, flashes, it flashes, like, a white fade. Yes. And you hear a scream. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Not only are you in incredibly shit bag low budget you're not even gonna try <laughs> you're not even gonna try a practical effect not even like a do-it-yourself you know charming little you know effect you're not even gonna try fuck you yeah um and on top of that um the way nothing I, I actually bothers me they didn't even think about it, is like so they scream right she's screaming and they're in a giant metal like that scream would echo like a motherfucker in this facility it's it, bouncing off all those metal uh storage containers all that yet no one hears her scream in this thing that's it, it just 
oh, it infuriates me that they don't think of shit like this because that's that would echo so much and carry so far in that building. Dude, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking the exact same fucking thing. And it made me think about stabbed in the face. I don't know if you remember uh, that scene where the, the killer kills the girl in the bathroom of the house where everyone else is partying and they're both yelling and screaming and super loud and no one pays attention. But then they hear <laughs> later, like a little, like about 20 minutes later in the movie, they hear a guy crying in the bathroom. Going, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, wait, I hear something. What's that? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do remember that. Same, it's the same goddamn shit. When she's screaming, it's like, God. It's like, what's that? So we cut back uh, to cute girl with short hair and cute girl with longer hair. Still just sitting around talking, going through various junk in the locker, just doing nothing. Um, did, did you get a little, uh, did you get a little, uh sexual tension between them i started kind of getting that vibe a little bit yeah like there's they definitely had the most bond of anybody of two characters in this movie they, they were the closest they're the most you know bonded together so a little bit uh, i think well i felt like we've already had we've already had like generic tropes so far and i figured well here's our lesbian couple they're gonna make out at some point <laughs> i but, wish yeah so uh they, they spoiler alert no no <laughs> chicks no, don't make out that don't happen <laughs> Uh, they hinted at the fact that cute girl with longer hair might be developing a drinking problem, but it doesn't go anywhere. They drop that plot point, and it, it, it doesn't come up. It doesn't matter. Uh, then we got to the three guys standing around talking, because that's about 80% of this movie, just people standing around talking. Uh, they Dude, bring up is. Alex Sykes again, but drop that topic rather quickly. More comic book shop talk. And, uh, and how Riley doesn't really care about money. He just does it for the love of the genre or the, you know, love of comics. Uh, he love also, comics. And he also talks about how great Melissa is. She's really wonderful and blah, blah, blah. So uh, it all just sucks. It's all terrible. It's all just boring. And like I said, for a movie that's only an hour long, it drags and it feels so much longer than it is. It just, it's painful. Um, so the next scene is between Kyle, uh, the, uh, who we learned, that's the guy in the striped shirt whose dad owns the place. His name's Kyle. So we get a name for him now. Uh, cute girl with short hair and cute girl with longer hair. Uh, the girls end up leaving to go find a bathroom because cute girl with long hair is getting a little sick. So after they, they leave, Kyle heads down a different hallway. Uh, the bunny man comes out from behind a corner behind Kyle and kills Kyle by throwing a circular saw blade at him, which hits Kyle in the back. Killing him, and then Bunny Man drags the body off screen, so Kyle is dead. Um, they at least tried a little bit with this. You see him throw the blade, and you see a blade sticking out of his back and some blood. So they at least try to do something with this one. So whatever. Yeah, it's, it's the simple trick is they show a guy like do the motion of throwing, and then they cut over, like cut to the guy with a already a saw already in his back. Yeah, it's. <sighs> That's a little better. It's the boy, pretty it's much so the cheap. basic of basic you can get, but at least it's better than just yeah. cu- It's better than just cutting away and not seeing anything. That's true. That's true. Um. So at this point, we go to Kelly and Melissa. Uh, Kelly and Melissa's lackey girl, like her her sidekick. Uh, and Kelly mentions that she's you know Kelly's telling this girl like, oh, I'm a horrible person, and uh, Melissa was right. I'm just using my friends to make me feel better. And uh, or some blah. It doesn't fucking matter. It just doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. fucking matter. Um, 
and she's like, I, I gotta go up the doors. I gotta leave. I gotta get out of here because I'm such a terrible person. So Kelly goes to the front doors, but oh, they're locked now. Uh, and then we just jump back to uh, the cute girls of varying hair length. Um, actually talking about <laughs> their hair length. <laughs> they're literally talking about her, their hair, the length of their hair. This is, this is what this movie has come down to, talking about <laughs> getting a job and being a bad person and comic book stores and, you know, you drink a little bit too much. And, oh, should I cut my hair? That's what this fucking movie is. 100%. We're not lying. It's that bad. Um, So at this point, Kelly walks up all upset. More fucking talking. And I, God damn, this movie is so fucking slow. And Kelly then leaves. And she gets her bitch fest out and leaves and goes off on her own again. This time she walks down uh, some more hallways. And she gets grabbed by the bunny who hops out from a storage locker. He tosses her into a locker, closes the door, and then strangles her with a chain, killing her. And the makeup is so bad. I, I just, I hated it and I laughed at the same time because she's strangled. Like, I almost wish they didn't even do the makeup because it's not the blood makeup or like around the neck and the, or blood coming out of her mouth. No, it's the, it's the, pa- it's the Paul Bearer eye black they put underneath her eyes as she's being strangled. That looks fucking insane and ridiculous. <laughs> it's so stupid. I was like, oh, dude, God. just just leave that off, man. Just, just, who thought, whoever thought that looked good needed to be slapped in the face because they should just left that out of the movie. <laughs> just say, do a take two and wipe that shit off. <laughs> it's so bad. Um... So now we cut back to uh, the lackey girl wandering around on her own. She bumps into the janitor lady. They exchange some words, and the lackey just walks away again. Uh, and we go to Riley and Dante. They're together back at the piano, playing on the piano, talking. Up comes Melissa, who joins them. More fucking talking. No surprise there. Melissa gets bored with the nerd talk, because once again, they're all talking about the comic book store. And she leaves by on her, off on her own again. We go back to the cute girls of varying hair length, still sitting around on mattress talking. I'm like, fuck, something please happen. God. <laughs> cute girl with short hair tells cute girl with longer hair a story from her past about how one of her neighbors, like who had a rose garden, like tried to rape her and kill her in his gardening shed or something. Like, what the hell does this have to do with anything in this movie? It doesn't, because once again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it just doesn't. Because nothing comes of it. It's like, why is this here? Why? I thought for sure this would come back in some way, and I guess it kind of... No, it really doesn't. No. I thought for sure, too, like, we're having this big emotional, okay, this could be some kind of character point or arc or you know something nope nope so <laughs> we got back to melissa meeting up with her lackey sidekick uh while the janitor watches him from around a corner sidekick girl grows some balls now stands up to melissa and says like hey you know these people aren't bad you're being a little mean on them i, I you know i just i'm just gonna leave i'm, I'm getting out of here this pisses off Melissa, who seems to still live in her high school days. She's like, yeah, if you would be nothing. Like, yeah, back in high school, we were the king. We ruled everything. You wouldn't be nothing without me and blah, blah, blah. That whole spiel. Uh, so sidekick girl leaves. Melissa storms off back the way she came. As, as sidekick heads down 
some more locker-lined hallways. She spots blood leaking out from one of, one of the storage locker doors. She bends down to get a better look, and that's when Bunny Man grabs her from behind and slits her throat with a knife, which I never thought I'd say this in my fucking life, but this is actually probably one of the best-looking kills in the movie. I never thought I'd say that about a basic slit knife, you know, um, neck slitting, ever. Never thought I'd say that, that that would be one of the best kills in the movie, <laughs> in the movie. But it doesn't even look good. It's still bad, but in this movie, it's it's a masterpiece. <laughs> it, it, it looks like he's using a fucking butter knife. Yeah. Like an oversized butter knife. Yeah, I'm not saying it's terrible, but in this movie, it's so far the best thing we've seen. And that's I'll take sad. It. I'll it's take so it. sad. Uh, where were I? Uh, so, uh, <coughs> excuse me. We jump back to Melissa on the phone with another friend or somebody trying, like, hey, come pick me up. I need a ride home. Come get me. Uh, up comes Riley and Dante. Melissa suddenly out of nowhere wants nothing to do with Riley anymore and just ends their relationship in this, like, anger-ridden tirade that I don't know where it came from. It doesn't, it, there's just, like, no, there's no build-up to this. Like, there's nothing, you know, it's just, like, Riley, we're all great, blah, blah, blah. And then just like snaps and just, there's no build up. It doesn't make any sense. It just comes out of the fucking blue. Uh, so the only thing I like about this scene is Melissa calls uh, Dante, is it Deontay? She calls Dante Dante. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because I, I think it may have actually been a mistake because they do an awkward cut to him. And he's like, that's not my name. And he starts like really giving it to her. And it's kind of funny. It's no, actually I, kind of like the, it's probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, but I'm I, wondering I, if it was an actual <laughs> slip up and they were like, oh, let's use it. You yeah. Know? Uh, 100%. I don't know if we see this on, on the Zoom cam, but I literally wrote, uh, he calls her Dante, which is probably the only funny thing in this movie. I, I wrote that too. It's probably yeah. the best part of the movie. And, and the reason, <laughs> the reason I think it's, it's something that was an actual error and they use it because it is actually funny. Because nothing else is fucking nothing movie is funny. Nothing, nothing, fun. nothing else is clever. Nothing else is remotely like entertaining or just kind of like, well, that's kind of clever or fun. Nope. This is the one spot, and I bet you fucking dollars the donuts, motherfucker, that this was a mistake. And they're like, well, let's capitalize on it. Fuck. You know what? I would not be surprised if you were right about that. Um, <laughs> uh, so. But really, other than that, uh, she, uh, Ke- Melissa also says, "You know what, Don- Raleigh? Guess what? Kelly's in love with you too. If you didn't know, and she just storms off. So I'm like, all right, sh- whatever." Uh, Melissa goes to the front doors. Uh, they're still locked, so she heads back to find, you know, like some back doors or something to open them. Or I don't know. She's but um, as she walks away, she turns a corner, or she's walking to like a hallway, and then from around a corner comes comes the bunny man swinging an axe and I fucking swear that if Melissa didn't duck right at the right time, he would have legitimately killed this girl. Like this is the, this is the best part of the movie. Like this is, this is, literally maybe was the only whole oh, fuck moment in this movie and not for the right reasons. Not like, Oh shit, that was scary. Or that's a good thing. Like I was legitimately scared for this girl's life because you see him come around this corner Swing the axe and she ducks. If she would have missed, because you see the axe hit the side of the storage locker and you see the wall dent. You can see the dent in it from where the axe hits this wall. And I'm like, holy fuck, that's scary. If she would have been off by a millisecond, she could be dead. 
dude, I thought the same exact thing. I kind of did that same, like, holy shit, but not out of like fear. It's like, oh my God, that actress almost got bashed in the head. Yes. I don't know if that was like an actual axe or if it's like a, like a piece of wood, but it was. Whatever. I mean, it was heavy enough to dent a a metal wall. So, and I, I literally, I watched this, this, this sequence, like, three or four times in a row. I just kept backing it up and rewinding, like, like you know, and watching this. Sweet. It's intense. Like, it's the best part of the movie, and it should not be it for all the wrong reasons. Exactly. Uh, uh, this is so, indie <laughs> filmmaking. Like, this is, like, what you don't want to do in yeah. indie filmmaking. This is, like, one of those things, like, one of those cheap shows you see on, like, Fox. Like, when, you know, like, when, uh, like, animal attacks gone wrong or something like that, you know, <laughs> or when... Uh, indie you know, filmmaking gone, gone wrong. wrong. Like, just one of those clips you see it like, yeah it's uh it's it's that yeah it's fucked up so anyway melissa gets up she takes off running which leads to a pretty decent cat and mouse chasing between the two of them uh and yeah. melissa, melissa actually holds her own for a while too i mean she knocks them over with a randomly placed shopping cart in the middle of the uh, in the hallway for some reason but sure there's a shopping cart knocks them out that then she takes them out with a pile of boxes and then she's actually able to like hide from him pretty well, so much so that he gives up the chase on her. Like she hides, and he's like, "Well, shit, I lost her." And he goes, he leaves her alone, and she's yeah. and she's safe. She's she's good. Um, although during this chase, we can see just how dirty and cluttered this storage facility is. I mean, there's this. <laughs> It's a storage facility, right? Storage, store in the lockers, but there's so much random shit everywhere. Like at one point, there's a you see them run. There's a giant pile of like random wooden doors just stacked in a the corner. There's like twelve doors just stacked. <laughs> like what? Why is that there? And then there's like um, so, and then there's just boxes and crates just scattered about. Like what? Like I guess people don't quite understand the concept of storage lockers. You're supposed to put the stuff inside the lockers, not just scattered about in the hallways and various other places. I like it blew my mind. That it was like, what? Um, so we cut back to uh, the janitor lady who, who, at this point, she finds the group's beer cooler and leftover beers, which she's like, fuck it, I'm taking And she takes them for herself. So I'm like, yep. Good for her. Good for her. Yep. Yeah, no complaints there. And it just cuts to her drinking in like the electrical room. <laughs> she's just sitting on the floor drinking beers. Uh, and yeah, and this is like the one time music play. It's like listening to some like rockabilly kind of music. It's like the one like this movie. This movie doesn't have any fucking music. Not really at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, it has it has like a generic score. They kind of have very low in the background, but it has no impact on the movie whatsoever. But this part like perks my ears out because I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, oh, it's music. music? <laughs> Holy shit! That modern marvel of music. What? <laughs> uh, so uh, I was so entertained. I felt like dancing. <laughs> Uh, Bunny Man just basically just walks up to her and kills her with his axe. That's it. He just kills her. You don't really see much of anything. Yeah, it's one of those swinging kills, too. It's not a... You don't see it. He just, like, swings at the camera and it yeah. goes black or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, then we... So we jump to cute girl with longer hair washing up in the bathroom. Then just standing there in front of the mirror looking all sad for, for like, no reason. And it just stands there. It's weird. Uh, she gets startled by a cute girl with shorter hair who coming in. Uh, they both leave the bathroom, and we get more walking and talking. Yay! Uh, they end up back in the front of the building where the quote-unquote party started. 
Uh, they open up the beer cooler and they find the jan- lady janitor's severed head inside of the cooler. Uh, and honestly, <laughs> honestly, I will say the shot of the head in the cooler was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Um, based on everything else we've seen in this movie, it actually kind of decent. Um, I mean, it really did like, like it was her head. Like there was no like f- stupid, really poorly done fake head. It was like her head in the cooler. Mm-hmm. So it looked good. I, I, it looked pretty good. I was okay with it. Um, so the two girls, I didn't think it looked that good. I'm not saying it was great, but I mean, but I'm just again, in comparison to this movie. That's all I'm doing. But it was better than I thought it'd be because I thought they were just gonna use a, a shitty oh. fake head that looked nothing like the you know one of those. Yeah, movies. that's so. Um, so they run to the doors, but of course they're still locked. Uh, when they turn to run for the back doors or something else, they see the bunny man standing there. And at this point, we I, I we haven't commented on the bunny suit yet because you haven't seen a whole lot of it, but. It looks fucking terrible. It hardly even looks like a bunny. It, it's almost like a crappy Yeti than a bunny. It, there's no real definitive ears or, or bunny ears. It's just like a white, blurry, furry blah. Like it just it it's it's a really shitty bunny costume. It's bad. I mean, I I didn't mind because honestly, excuse me. Pretty much every bunny costume there is looks like shit. You know, they, I can't think of any like good Easter bunny outfit. There's I've actually seen even some, I actually. think there's an Instagram page. I think there's like an Instagram page of like horrifying bunny outfits and like yeah, kids was, crying all the way up to like the fifties today. Yeah, I've seen and those. some of these bunny costumes just look insane. Oh, so thing, some of them are a thing of nightmares. A hundred percent. Yeah, but so I know this I one's have, right in the middle for me. I have seen some decent ones though. I I, I have. Um, Hell, there's a costume rental place, dance store, and costume rental place not far, like right on the corner from my house that has some really great like costumes. Well, like yeah, that, you, think big these, you think these assholes who can't even put get a fake severed head are gonna get a quality bunny suit? <laughs> I mean, if I was gonna, gonna make a movie enough. about bunnies, yeah, I'd go there and rent a costume for like you know fifty bucks or hundred bucks. Hey, I need to rent this costume for a few days. Like, yeah, it's not that hard. Um, anyway, it, it looks it you're, looks you're giving them to terrible. You're, you're, uh, so cute girl with short hair throws a beer bottle at Bunny Man, but misses smashing on the wall behind him. Bunny Man charges cute girl with short hair, knocking cute girl with longer hair out of the way in the process. Bunny Man grabs uh, cute girl with short hair by the neck uh, where and slams her up against the wall and lifts her up off the floor by the neck. With two hands around neck, lifts her up off the floor. This is where I'm thinking there's going to be some sort of callback or connection because she just told the story about how she was getting choked uh, by, you know, her possible rapist. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it, it, that's the only connection is that he's just choking her. There's no, like, I know who you are or anything like that. Or, I and mean, then no callback, no, like, moment of clarity. It's just, he just happens to be choking her. Exactly. And it's, I thought the same thing too. Like, okay, this is where it's going to be. Nope. I mean, the only thing, the only thing that I can get maybe link is that one, she fights back. Like, like that, but but everybody would fight back if somebody's trying to kill you. Like she basically she she gets away by pushing, jamming her thumbs into Bunny Man's eyes, causing him to drop her and kind of go blind momentarily. That's it. But like, like really, is that really yeah. her big motivation? That's her big moment. Like. Anybody would have done that. That's self-defense, self-preservation. Like, that's not a big, you know, moment. I don't know. Uh, so, 
Uh, Kyuko with longer hair then breaks a bottle over Bunny Man's head, stunning him and dropping him to the floor. Uh, she tries to help Cute Girl with short hair up, but for some reason, she just can't get to her feet at all. Um, for Which makes zero sense because her feet and legs, knees, she's fine. Uh, but Bunny Man gets up, kills Cute Girl with short hair with one downward chop from, his, from the axe. Uh, Cute Girl with longer hair takes off running. But Bunny Man stays behind hacks Cute Girl with short hair one more time for good measure, killing her for sure, and then goes after the other girl who just ran away. Uh, however, but sadly now, Melissa picks the worst time to come out of her hiding spot. <laughs> right as Bunny Man runs past, Melissa comes out from her hiding spot like, oh shit! <laughs> So funny. I was like, whoa, what's that bitch doing there? It's, I, to me, I just, you remember like it, uh, I just had that, that sound effect. I can't do it. I wish I should, I wish I had it available to play right now, but I just hear that sound effect from Metal Gear Solid, uh, when like they, you know, when you're sneaking around Wee! and the guards text you with a little red exclamation mark pops up there like, Wee! yeah, that, that, whatever that yeah. sound is. <laughs> I just hear, that's what I see Bunny Man doing when she comes out of the closet. That's all I hear. Uh, but so, uh, seeing Melissa, Bunny Man switches targets and goes after Melissa instead. Uh, she tries to run, but doesn't get very far this time before she gets his axe in her back, dropping her. Uh, he then splits her head open with the axe, which at first quick glance, the makeup effect looks decent. I'm like, oh, that looks pretty good. But I mean, the, the, the wound looks really deep and really, it's a big gash. It looks deep. It's big. Uh, but then the longer the camera focuses on the makeup, it starts to look shitty and you start seeing all the flaws because they, they linger on it too long and yep. it ruins it. Because if it was just a quick glance, like, oh, damn, that looks great. But they they stay on for like five and, seconds too long and you start seeing how bad it really looks. And you can tell it's, it's, it's a fucking store-bought Spirit Halloween, Johnny Brocks, whatever you want to call it. Like, Prostate, little kit yeah. you can use. And and you can see like they didn't even blend the makeup. It's like okay, this one's darker. This one's a little lighter. That's what I'm this saying. One's like, a little lighter. Yeah, it's the blending yeah, job. If, if you just if it's a quick glance, it's a quick glance. You know, they just shot her. Sure, dead. There's the big gash. It looks really deep and big, and there's blood coming out. I'm like, okay, that's great. And then just cut away instantly. Probably wouldn't be talking about this. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. Right. But exactly what you said like, you can see how little they blended the the makeup, and it's staggered. Like, oh, it looks. It's bad looking, and they just they fucked themselves here by by lingering on that shot for too long. Yeah. Um. So now we cut to cute girl with longer hair running. Uh, she comes to an empty locker, finds Dante's dead body sitting in a chair with both of his eyes ripped out or something. And again, the makeup looks way too much because it's too. Yeah. His eyes should be ripped out and hollow, but instead they built it up so much, and it looks like he's got like, oh fuck, what's that? I, there, donuts. A, I thought he had like donuts yeah. on his eyes. And then, but you know, know what? It kind of—it's like uh, there is a character. There's an episode of Rick and Morty where, uh, like, the guys had like. There's this guy who came around like, taking the cereal. They wouldn't let anybody eat these cereals, but people's eyes oh, yeah. looked like that. They had these big eyes, <laughs> and like uh, from like the mouth, the cereal. It looked like that. Like I don't know. I'm not doing just, but if you guys know Rick yeah. and Morty well enough, you know what I'm talking about. Inter- interdimensional cable. Yeah. yeah, it was that one of those episodes. Yes, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it just looked it looked way too bad. It just looked it looked like it was so puffy and big instead of sunken in. Um, so next is more chase scenes between Cute Girl with long hair and Bunny Man. It ends with her 
Give me Bunny Man a shoulder tackle, the old John Cena shoulder tackle, which knocks him down and his mask off. Uh, and then, so the camera pans over, we see his mask go sliding across the floor, and the camera pans back over to Bunny Man, and we see that it's Riley. And I just pissed up my dog. My dog was about to start. It's just me. Shut up, dog. Um, <laughs> uh, dog is pissed. Yeah, like, hurry up. <laughs> Um, so it, now we cue the black and white flashbacks to when Riley was a young boy sleeping in his bed at night, all tuckered in and his bedroom door opens and we see the couple from the opening of the movie enter the room and tell him good night. Turns out Riley is the younger brother of the girl in the opening of this movie. The one who looks like she's in her thirties, but apparently like is babysitting her younger brother 17, like 17 yeah. or 19 or something like that. Who knows? Um, so, and then it shows the couple dead, which we already know that, uh, you know, she's down the floor. The guy is still down the bed. And, uh, and then it, it shows Riley standing there, uh, just standing there somewhere. And then he looks over and sees the original bunny killer, Alex Sykes standing next to him. Sykes holds out his hand and offers young Riley a plastic Easter egg, which Riley takes. So that's it. And we cut back to the present. So Riley becomes a serial killer because the guy who murdered his sister offers him an Easter egg. And he's like, yep, now I'm a psycho killer. What? This is the and, and tonight, stupidest. Tonight just, happens, tonight just happens to be the night and you have friends, people you've known for a long time. Yes. They're not like, that guy's a fucking weirdo. It's like everything's PG-18. And then he just decides, this is a great opportunity. Yeah. He's on top of the world. Like the whole night, he's like, everything's great. I opened my new comic book store. I'm so happy. Life can be better. You know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, let me, you know what? I'm going to murder all my friends that have zero motive (laughs) to be killed. There's zero motive for this at all. Like he wasn't the nerd character. He wasn't picked on. The only thing that happened to him was Melissa got pissed off and maybe broke up with him. But he was killing people before that happened. Like this is the stupidest and lamest excuse I've ever seen for a serial killer backstory in this movie. The guy murders my family, gives me an Easter egg, and I'm like, "All right, I'm in. Let's go kill some people now." What? <laughs> what? Not. I mean, not oh. to mention the fact they even mentioned in the beginning that the original Alex Sykes had two kids. So you think that this new guy would be like one of his kids revenging his dad or carrying on. That would make more sense than this horse shit. What the fuck, man? God damn. So we go back to the present where Riley has cute girl with longer hair trapped in the empty storage locker. This place has like zero business because like almost every one of these lockers has been empty. Like, is there anybody storing shit here? Right. Um, <laughs> they just leave in the hall. Yeah, they just throw it in the hallway. Who cares? Um, so uh, Bunny Man goes in the locker after it closes the door behind him. And now we hear the sounds of a struggle and fighting and people slamming up against the walls and bang, bang. Oh, ooh, punch, punch, bam, bam. All that shit. Uh, and then it goes silent. And the door opens and out walks cute girl with longer hair. She drops the axe on the floor and walks away as the camera uh, camera shows Riley dead on the floor. We cut to the next morning, uh, which is Easter now. And there's a little girl hunting for Easter eggs all alone in this large open field or park. And I'm like, where the fuck are this girl's parents at? Why is she by herself? 
unsupervised. Like, there's this, she's like out in the middle of nowhere alone. <laughs> she's like five, maybe. <laughs> and as a parent of a four year old, I'm like, what the fuck? Where are her parents? <laughs> I, was, I was legit freaking out about that. <laughs> so. Like, this, like, the Easter egg hunt is the most family-oriented, yeah. like, activity you can do on Easter. Yes. You know, and then, like, everyone's going to be there, and it's for little kids. So there's going to be, a, you know, parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles. Or you know, a lot of times they're at be, churches, so there's, like, a, you know, the whole church right. group's there or whatever. It's not going to be, like, some random kid by themselves in the middle of fucking nowhere a giant field but it's, just, it's like the field from like the opening of little house on a prairie it's so empty and vast and there's this <laughs> one girl in a dress with an easter basket walking around by it's like what what is happening picking up eggs picking up eggs so she's picking up eggs placing them in her basket and she comes upon an unseen person who and so she holds up her basket and we see an arm uh, in a white bunny costume, furry white arm, reach out and place an egg in the basket. And the little girl turns and smiles all creepy like at the camera. Roll credits. That's the fucking movie. What the shit, man? First of all, why is that girl so creepy? What is with these eggs? <laughs> what is what? it? Just turning people into like psychos. <laughs> She's. I, I did. I didn't understand it. I don't understand it either. <laughs> like, why? Like, should... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make. I'm trying to make a connection. Like, is this supposed to be the escaped bunny killer that is still out at uh, at large now, indoctrinating a new killer, or is it a flashback of you know, cute girl with long hair, and maybe this was her. Maybe she was the daughter of baby bunny killer. I can't figure it out because there's, 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 there's not enough to hold anything together. You know, that's an interest. I didn't know. It. Yeah. There's now I've, there's like three rounds. One. Yeah. Is, was the hand that reached out? Was it Riley? Was he dead or not? Is it still him? Or was this, yeah. Is this Al, uh, the original one, Alex Sykes, who they did say escaped from the loony bin. So right. he's still out there. Is that him? Is this a flashback? Could that have been Alex Sykes years ago? Is that little girl, the girl with long hair, Cute girl, long yes. who, who, and maybe that's why she has a fucking drinking problem. Maybe, maybe her dad was Alex Sykes, and that was her yeah. memory. And but we never know what her last name is. That's never said. That's a cool theory. If she turned out to be Alex Sykes's daughter, and that's why she's got drinking drinks on Easter to forget. That would be cool. That would be a great plot twist. But they don't do that either. <laughs> they didn't think about that one. <laughs> These fuckers. Goddamn. So. Anyway, that's the fucking movie. Uh, it's an hour movie that feels like it's two hours long at times. Uh, so let's just keep moving. Let's move on to odds and ends. Just when you thought it was over, here comes the odds and ends. All right. So ratings. IMDb gives it a 3.7 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's not even on the site. And Amazon. Nope. It's not on Amazon either. So there's not much to go nope. with for this one. Uh, plot keywords. There's only seven. Uh storage unit death violence slasher splatter murder and body count that's our plot keywords for this week uh nothing special there um yeah technically sure um trivia no couldn't find anything uh 
But ironically, find out I did find a budget for this movie, so we do get to play the budget game. They spent how much? The budget game. Okay. Oh, <laughs> here we no. go. Yeah. Here we go, Aaron. I know you're looking, you're excited about this one. So God damn it. <laughs> what is your guess for the budget of the super independent the night before Easter? Fuck me. One thousand dollars. One thousand dollars is your guess? Well, yes. All right. Um, Unless this is a laundry, money laundering scheme, <laughs> I don't see how you can make this from more than a thousand dollars. Really? Uh, budget four thousand dollars for this one. Uh, so yeah, it, put, sure. it puts it in I, the it puts it in the realm of pork chop and pork chop two, which is like three yeah, thousand you know, five thousand. So yeah, and that's that's kind of what I was thinking. I'm gonna guess most of that budget went to like the camera rentals, <laughs> renting the equipment. Exactly, exactly. Um, so um, buying pizza for the crew, that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the beer in the cooler, uh, the beer cost. So um, that brings us to Mortal Kombat Combat. At the end of this day, one shall stand. One shall fall. Alright, so this is a very one-sided battle this week because um, there are zero five-star reviews because uh, there, are, <laughs> there are no reviews on Amazon either. So the only, the only thing I could do was get shit from IMDb. Um, uh, so, and even then, there's only two reviews written out. One is a uh, three out of ten, and then the other is a very, very long... 7 out of 10 review. 7 out of 10, motherfuckers. 7 out of 10. Uh, and basically, it, it, it's like a small novel the guy wrote on that one. Basically, he's saying how great the music is and how eerie it is <laughs> and, and how, how wonderful the, the, the production crew was for such a budget. It, he's basically just sucking the dick of everybody uh, and saying like, they, this, they really tried hard and uh, these people, they knew they were making, you know, uh, 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 it was their first attempt at a movie, and they want honest reviews because they just want to get better at their craft. So I'm not going to hold back, but blah, blah, blah. But he's just basically saying how great it is for their effort and all that. It's basically an A for effort type thing. And it, it was long, and I didn't. it was worth talking any more than that about. So the only other thing I got like I said, is from Gavin6942. gives it a 3 out of 10 and says, uh, The guys who made this film apparently have a bit of a following on their podcast. Though their skills at making a film are lacking. The opening scene is sort of funny, but everything goes downhill after that. Very poor production value is not a funny script and some dreadful acting. As much as slashers can appeal to certain people, there is something about a killer bunny that is a real treat. This film does uh, this film does not have it. Uh, a few nods to Kevin Smith turn up. I spotted three, which shows where their inspiration came from. But these guys are no Kevin Smith. Three out of ten. 
that's the only real written review of this movie out there. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> not much to go up this week. Um, like I said, guys, this is gonna be a short, sweet episode. Uh, that so, Aaron, let's uh, let's add our two cents to this. Uh, the, yeah, to this. <laughs> go ahead, take it away. So I, I feel kind of bad, you know, going hard on an independent film that's not trying to sell to you. You know, there's there's no DVDs for sale. There's they're not trying to make a profit. They're just making a movie and putting it out there. They're not asking you to buy it. You know, they're just watch it. You know, so there might, there might be a DVD kind of, out there. I'm pretty sure it's. Probably... I'm, I'm sure they had a tiny, tiny, tiny release, but it's like they're just like fuck it. <laughs> Let's put it on YouTube. Let people watch it if they want to. So I, and and it's it's a YouTube movie. It's people just having fun, giving it a shot, you know, saying they did it. And they did it. They made a fucking horror movie. An awful one. <laughs> one that's absolutely just atrocious and not fun and boring. And somehow they did manage to do something kind of interesting. They managed to warp the sense of time. <laughs> it, it felt like... Goddamn eternity watching this movie. It says it's an hour. But I'm going to need to get Neil deGrasse Tyson in on this to fucking see how they were managed to bend the scope of time to make it feel so goddamn long. I need a like a, a true physicist to explain this to me because I, I don't. I don't. It's above my head. So congratulations on that, guys. You were able to <laughs> able to break the laws of physics. But uh, yeah, I'm not to say so bad. It's scary. Okay. Unless you unless you want to like see how time can slow down. You know, it's kind of like being in stasis, maybe. <laughs> then you could watch it. Otherwise, just don't. I'm sorry. a mess it's it's not entertaining there's really nothing redeeming about it uh even the ending is doesn't make any sense it leaves you with nothing the girls are kind of cute most overall but there's no tits there's nothing there's stay away guys just stay away so bad it's scary i just Uh, realized something did we do favorite kill? I was about to get yes. I was just about to bring that. Like I totally forgot that we're gonna do that right now. So so bad, scary because we skipped over favorite kill. So here it comes. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. I know. Uh, so yeah, we got out of order, guys, for the first time. Like God, it, it broke our time. <laughs> yeah, it, it broke, broke our, our time stream. <laughs> This movie is a, a, a miracle of sights. <laughs> There's like a black hole, wormhole in there sometime. The space-time continuum was broken from watching this movie. Dark matter. Dark. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's like, 
there's some other alternate universe. Another Earth is like you know getting all fucked up too. And get the crisis on infinite earths going or some shit like that because of this movie. Uh, all right, favorite kill, Aaron. What do you got? <laughs> uh, honestly, mine is the fat girl getting choked. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Show your work. I want to know why. <laughs> they cut to the bunny and they would push up her neck. And you know, it's like you see, like it's kind of pushing into her neck. And she's a big girl, so yeah. it like looks kind of good. Yeah, because you know, there's fat more, the there's, yeah. there's more meat to squeeze into. But when they pan back, I just lost my shit. I'm like, oh my god! And then she went, bleh! <laughs> it just spit out like a huge amount of mouth blood. But it looked like fucking Kool Aid because it didn't stain her shirt or face. And I was just laughing my head off. <laughs> And those eyes are so stupid. The Paul Bearer eyes, yeah. <laughs> favorite kill. Um, I, at, at one point, I was going to say Melissa's axe in the face because for a second, that was the best looking makeup effect, until, but they linger on too long and it ruins it. So yeah. I can't know if I can go with that. Um, the next best looking kill is the sidekick girl gets her throat slit and that's so boring. But Jesus Christ, um, you know oh, what? Do I got you on? Do I do I got you on Team Kelly? Yeah, I you you convinced me, man. I'm gonna go Team Kelly because it is the stupidest and <laughs> so, so dumb. And I did I laughed at it too. Like it's it's so bad. It's just hilarious that, that I can't believe they did that eye makeup on her. So yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I'm gonna go Team Kelly now on this one and, and say that's the best because it's definitely the most right. the stupidest. Alright, so there's that. We get a little out of order, guys. We uh, rushed through it a bit this week, but um, we got it done. Uh, hope you guys it's because are... time, time is just fucked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go upstairs and my baby, my four-year-old is going to be a baby again <laughs> or something. Who knows? <laughs> I'm going to go upstairs. My, my 15-month-old is going to be in college. Your wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's going to come down the stairs with a beer in one hand and ask me for money for her so books dead. next semester. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, um, we'll be, hope you guys had a good Easter. We'll be back um, next week with another movie. Uh, again, like I do want to remind you guys that this week our recording schedule is really going to be getting real weird here. Uh, I know uh, this upcoming weekend, we're actually going to be recording on Friday night instead of Sunday or Monday. So uh, we're recording early. And then after that, uh, there'll be one more episode before we're taking, I believe, a two-week hiatus because I'll be busy with my wedding and then a family vacation right after that. Um, So there should be two more episodes hopefully coming. Uh, Next week's episode is our... Uh, WrestleMania episode. WrestleMania time is back. So we have that. Uh, we also will be having our uh, this year's Horrible Horror Hall of Fame inductees next week as well. That's coming. So uh, look forward to that. Um, like I said, if there's anything else, you guys have any movie suggestions or anything you want, you can follow us. Hit us up on iTunes and Facebook. Uh, we are on Twitter, but that's more of just an announcement of new episodes. I don't want really to do much on it. Uh, but like I said, don't forget the hotline, 7404-SUCK-IT! <laughs> uh, with that, guys, you know what to do. Watch more horror movies, and remember to always keep it tight.